moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And my voice is not good. <laughs> I got you're quite little, a rasp. I'm say, you're a little raspy today. Yeah, I don't know if I'm sick or if I'm just sore. Sore from what the trailer did to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sore for Thor. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, got my... a special episode for you. Oh, do we ever. Special special bonus episode. Yeah, this really is a bonus episode. You guys are spoiled. We're, we spoil our fans. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't deserve us. But yeah, we are releasing an extra episode this week because, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that I am a member of a certain fandom of the Marvel kind, as you are as well. Yeah. I mean, I really like the DC movies more, but I mean- Fuck you. (laughs) Get out. This is one dude movie review with Sky, and that's it. (laughs) But no, we thought it would be a good idea because there's all- I mean, obviously, Marvel Studios is going gangbusters lately. I mean, it's the biggest franchise in the world right now. Fuck the biggest, yeah. you know, movie franchise in the world. Hell yeah. You can't go anywhere without fucking... You, like, people who aren't even comic book fans are invested in these movies as much as comic book fans are at this point. Like, this is... Yeah. This is so... Ten years. in, like, the cultural, like, ether by that, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially with me, baby. But we are going to talk MCU. We are going to take it phase by phase. Because the MCU is huge at this point. We got fa- three phases. Yep. And like, what is it? 20-something movies now? Like, it's insane. Like, by the time Endgame comes out, I think it's like 21 or 22 movies. I think Endgame will be 20. Uh, oh, my God. That's crazy. This is 10 years. Star Wars. 10 years in the making. 10 years in the making. You know what? By the time that... <laughs> Another ten years pass, and then we're getting the finale to another phase. You know, yeah. another maybe we'll be close to our forties. <laughs> oh God, we will be forty. <laughs> yeah, so this is forty. Whew. But seriously, like that's crazy though. Like when this started, we were, you know, right, like just, just out, out of high, high school. school yeah, you know, I remember, I remember it. The first movie of this phase, I went to see opening night. Such a memorable night. It it's a game changer. The whole thing and. You know, we'd be remiss to not mention our love and appreciation for Stanley, who did pass away early, early this year. Or was that the end of 2018? That was the end of 2018. Such a bummer. What a horrible way to end a horrible year. Yeah. But for real, a lot of love for the man, Stan. Actually, the was it a week or maybe within two weeks of Stanley's passing, I went and got myself a little tribute tattoo got excelsior tattooed on my leg because because yeah. i fucking love him man <laughs> he's done so much obviously and created like a whole a whole universe and uh i didn't realize i mean i obviously knew it was like a big deal for me but the more i sat with his death i realized like fuck he really had a huge influence my son's name is logan that wouldn't be without Stanley, I mean, yeah, maybe. I am a huge Logan Paul fan. Oh my so. god! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wish the viewer could have seen my face when you said that. <laughs> He's oh. just so edgy. <laughs> but no, like fucking. He said, uh, you know, he he did so much for so many people, and he created so many great characters. And we just have to, we just have to say, 
you know, thank you. We love you. I was actually talking about him the other night uh, during the Oscars. They do the thing with all the people who passed away yeah. in that year. And um, he came on during that. And they showed one of his cameos from like the Marvel movies. But how do you pick just one? There's so I many. <laughs> I think they showed the one from Avengers, I think is what it was. But okay. I, I couldn't really remember. But uh, they showed that. And uh, I just said to the people, everyone I was watching the Oscars with ha- hasn't seen Spider-Verse yet. Oh, but I, I told them I was like, oh, man, like that, like that, that hurts so much. And I was like, you know, I was like, I went and saw Spider-Verse like pretty quick, like recently after he passed. And yeah, uh, like Tribute in there his, sweet. I was, yeah, I was like, they made, you know, his he makes a cameo in that movie, too. And it's actually like a cameo of substance. And like people were like crying over it. Like that's how yeah. like heartfelt it was. I actually found out after the fact. I wish I knew this when we saw it. They actually had multiple Stan Lee cameos in that movie. He's like background. He's in the background of some shots. Oh, and really? Like, there's one part where Miles Morales like swings past the train, like it's like above, like the above ground, probably like the J or the M or something like that. For all my city, all my city fans, <laughs> know what I'm talking about. But he swings by, and there's like a Stanley on the train in one of the windows. Oh, that's so cool. they actually put a few different Stanley cameos throughout the movie. Kind of like he also transferred in like there's multiple stan lees now because of the of the rift thing i thought that was pretty cool that movie comes out on blu-ray in like two or three weeks buying it day it comes out i'm buying it right away and uh the target exclusive for a little target plug actually comes with a picture book and it and it's like about like a lot of the animation it's like an art book for wreck it ralph which comes out tomorrow ralph breaks the internet has the same thing it's got like a story book to like the the... so cool i love when they do that stuff but yeah he's Obviously, super important. Like, all of this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for him. So, I feel like we had to shout that out. Yeah. Show some love. So, we are doing a special episode here today. And this is going to be a series of episodes yep. leading up to the head honcho of all movies for 2019, probably. Yep. The, uh, end, the end of phase three. Yep. And the end game. <laughs> end game. So, yeah, we're going to talk. Phase one this episode, then in a few weeks we'll release phase two, then we will see Captain Marvel, Uh which will be the last movie of phase three before Endgame. Yep. Then we will release a phase three episode, then we will see Endgame, and at the end of our Endgame episode, we are going to rank the entire MCU. That's going to be a doozy. Yeah. That'll be what twenty movies, twenty movies or twenty twenty movies. I think twenty, maybe twenty one, possibly. Yeah. I think Endgame might be twenty one. I think it's... we didn't we didn't do all that research, but no. but yeah, twenty movies, ranking them all out. That is gonna be tough. It's gonna be insane. I mean, I did rank one hundred and ten movies for the best of the year, so that's true. It won't be I think as you difficult. Can it. But I think yeah, I mean, it is still a task. There's a lot of movies in here that I love, and and there's a lot of really like close contenders like it's really hard for me to pick a number i feel like the top five is going to be the hardest thing to figure out yeah i think the bottom i could pretty t- much speaks for itself i could tell you my worst movie or right away but i'm not going to spoil it like i already know it yeah me too so. i think we i think our bottom is going to be identical and then i think once we get past like if it is 21 i think anything Anything below 15, it's all going to be a toss-up. I, I think our bottom five will be almost identical, maybe like a couple movies flip-flopped. I can tell you, and I'm not going to spoil anything, I know for a fact there's a movie that is probably in your top five that's probably in my bottom ten. Ooh, well, now I'm super excited. Yeah. I so. hope I hope that gets our listeners excited, too. Yeah, I, 
I think that's what it's going to be like. I, I can't. I don't know for sure, but I know there's a movie that you really like that I really didn't like. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. This will be another one that might be good that after the episode, like as the episodes come out, maybe we start like posting our rankings up like a little while after. Mm-hmm. But you know, on that note, don't forget we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter. Find us on all of there at Two Dudes Movie Reviews or at Two Dudes Movies on Twitter. Yeesh. But you know, figure it out. You're adults. <laughs> Search two dudes movie. We'll Grow up. At that point, if you're searching two dudes movie, we're going to show up on whatever social media platform you're on. Except yeah. for MySpace. Along with Scooby Dudes. Also, check out the Scooby Dudes. <laughs> we got to get them on the pod for real. There's, We couldn't think of a better way to kick off our inaugural MCU episode with, you know, we're talking MCU 1. All of this leading up to the end of phase three, the culmination of the last 10 years of movies so what we're gonna do is we're gonna hop in the milano with the guardians of the galaxy and we're gonna blast off to the trailer park so here in the what is it the the intergalactic trailer park yeah this is where all of the people of the world go yeah after after earth was destroyed they came here and they ate corn dogs. Yep. Fucking fuck their cousins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> no argument. So yeah, no, we're going endgame. It's very very surprising that we haven't used this already for a trailer park episode, but we've kind of yeah. been talking about this for a while doing these episodes. So we've been, we've been holding saving it. it. Like we know it's already been talked about a lot by the time this episode's coming yeah. out. It's old news. But we wanted to utilize this trailer for this exact purpose so we were just waiting for yeah. this moment this i was almost hoping moment. that the second trailer would be out we could go into that but well they released there was a little teaser from the super bowl but it was barely anything yeah yeah it was it wasn't enough to go off anything with really yeah, it didn't it didn't get me any more excited it just showed me the same characters we know are already in it which i guess is the point like i also like not knowing anything i think they should keep it very hush hush what they put in the trailers i don't know if anything else they could do at this point is going to make me more excited than i already am which is all the more reason why they shouldn't show us anymore yeah like we're gonna be there opening night no matter what oh yeah and this is the the minute those tickets go on sale i'm buying them yeah like we're not hesitating yeah, this is this is we, we don't even pay for them i think yeah with the amc <laughs> app, like a list baby so I mean I think it's safe to say this is probably both of our most anticipated movies movie of 2019 for fucking sure. Yeah. So we are going to dive into this and then get into phase 1 of the MCU. Yeah. Let's um let's pull this bad bitch up. Again, we know a lot of people have already talked about it, but you know, whatever. Shut up. Listen. You're going to get more insight from us than anyone out there. I mean, Definitely. we're, we're we are say- professionals i'm gonna say things like totally and this looks awesome <laughs> and i'm excited i offer no real really? opinion no i have theories but you'll you'll find out right out the gate iron man this thing on oh it's on <laughs> it's Spencer. fucking on if you find this recording don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Floating 
And the Milano. Just is that the Milano? I think so. Is it, I thought the Milano was destroyed in one of the sounds. No, that's what Nebula takes to Titan. She lands. She stole the Milano. I think. Might be wrong. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's one of those. I mean, it really, it's irrelevant. It's a ship. It's always you. Yeah. I love the dusting the, on the, the Marvel tent. Yeah. I think it's also Marvel Studios has the tent in it, but then the fact that they use the dusting on that is awesome. Thanos did. Yeah. It's like just spoiled. Exactly what he said yeah. he was gonna do. So that was a scarecrow with Thanos' armor down. on it, like where he is yeah, like, he, like living up. Yeah. He's just a farmer now. All living creatures. Humble farmer. Yeah, no big deal. I killed half the people in the universe. We lost. Yeah, he's just chilling. All of us. corn. <laughs> we lost friends. This is we this is family. the part. Ooh. Yeah. We lost a part of ourselves. Hawkeye is just this fucking haircut, looking miserable. <laughs> this is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. That's crazy. Shave. Now, how did she get out of Walking Phoenix's phone? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna make her eye. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a spoiler. Foreshadowing. Well, for, yeah, foreshadowing. Is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at the airport in Germany. Got a job really big. Is this an old message? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I know you know. I know you know that. That's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? I like. I like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this trailer has such a serious tone, but they ended on that. And that, that on note. that note, yeah, yeah. This movie, I mean, this trailer really doesn't tell you anything, I love which it. is great because this movie has so many theories about what's going to happen, which is something I loved about Infinity War. Yeah, when that movie ended, everyone was just like, "What the fuck did they just do? Like, where are they going from now?" And nobody knows what is going to happen in this. Dude, the end of Infinity War, I just sat there with my jaw dropped. I couldn't even talk to you. I was like, I can't believe they just fucking did that. That's insane. I was I was happy because I loved it, but I was so angry because I'm like, I have the biggest blue balls in the world right now. You can't you can't end on that and then make me wait a fucking year. Oh, I wanna kill you. I'm gonna snap my fingers and you gone. <laughs> you like, I love your actual quote. I think I've said this before. It was that was the greatest movie ever. <laughs> yeah, fair assessment. I still stand by it. I've never been excited for Hawkeye in a movie. Yeah, man, I am so excited for Hawkeye new, in this movie. New look. He looks fucking gnarly. So, so why don't you give why don't you give the listener a backstory to this right here to Ronan? Yeah. All right, Ronan is. He's it's still Hawkeye, but he's basically just like gone off the fucking deep end and is just like, I'm a murder motherfuckers. So heavy. <laughs> so like the Ronin, like that's the laziest explanation of the character. <laughs> but like the Ronin is it's not necessarily a character. It's more so the suit. Right. Well, it's his it's like his mindset, too. It's, yeah, it's his um, it's his psyche behind it. The way that you're introduced to him, Scarlett Johansson's kind of like standing there and like looking puzzled at him i don't 
he's not operating under an organization. He's just gone rogue. He's just on his own fucking path now. So the Ronin normally wears like a, like a full hood or yeah. like their face is covered. And it's normally for right characters that their aliases are known. They become the Ronin so they can basically like do things under, under a disguise like, or, or, you know, yeah. like, which, you know, basically more <laughs> heinous acts or like, you know, just fucking merc people. Yeah. So I think because they make mention in Infinity War how he's he's under house arrest just as um, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man is. Yeah. And they also establish in Age of Ultron that he has his family and everything. And that's really like what he cares about. So he basically like retires and is just like, I'm just I just want to be home with my family. Yeah. I don't think his wife gets dusted. I don't think one of his kids gets dusted. I don't think both of his kids get dusted. I think they all get dusted oh yeah and he snaps uh, he's on the warpath he fucking goes bananas (laughs) bananas i hope so and i want him to be a nasty motherfucker in this yeah oh my god like imagine just that it would add such a darkness and grit to his character that even if this movie, they time travel and they jump back and they bring back everyone who's dusted, even with his family. This will just set him up where he's like, I sat out once and I watched my entire family disappear in front of me and turn to ash in my hands. I'm never sitting out again. I love my family. I want to be there for them. But to make sure that they will be there, I have to go. Yeah. And then he like rejoins the Avengers or takes on a more prominent role and is more of a badass I've because ne- of this ugliness that he just had to go through i've never been all that excited for hawkeye in any of these movies i am so stoked for hawkeye in this movie yeah and a lot of people joke that jeremy renner and the hawkeye character kind of get the shit out of the stick with these movies but i feel like they are kind of giving him some redemption here i'm I'm hoping they are because already this introduction to him there's just dead bodies everywhere and he's standing there with his sword and yeah he's just looking like Fucking what is gritty. It? There's three in this shot right here. It's yeah. just him with three dead bodies around him. <laughs> yep. And he just had no remorse. No yeah. remorse in his bones. You want to comment a little bit on uh when Tony Stark's in the ship here? Yeah, he's sending out his distress call. Or I don't even know if it's a distress call. It's more like a just like a death note. Yeah, I don't like know. He's if... just like, I think I'm gonna die, so I love you. Some people are saying that rescue yeah. is a like a key word in this maybe i think there were some spoilery things like gwyneth paltrow like posted something on instagram and i think some something in the background basically suggested that she has her own iron man suit and in the comics she has rescue like tony makes her her own iron man suit that has like a lot of like similar powers and stuff like that so it's it's called rescue it's called rescue yeah that's that's like the character name when she's wearing it's like the rescue suit or whatever so it is very possible that I don't think in this context he's saying it to be like a hidden message to her cuz why would he? I think that I think that she might show up as that and maybe that's how he that's how she gets the name because she is his rescue. Maybe. You know what I mean? But it's like kind of fan servicey in this trailer sense just to kind of spark conversation around the movie yeah because they're definitely fishing for fan theories yeah throughout this whole thing i almost feel like some of these things are put in here on purpose to throw people off the scent Mm -hmm. because even in like shooting even in the first infinity war trailer 
Um, there are parts of that trailer that they did to trick people. They put the Hulk in the Wakanda scene as like the green Hulk in the trailer for Infinity War. Yeah. He's all big and green and he's running towards like the battle and everything. And then when the movie comes out, he doesn't turn the Hulk for the rest of the movie after like the first 10 minutes. Now see that they, they pulled fucking tricks on people. That though might be a spoiler for this movie. It could be because they shot Endgame and Infinity War at the same, same time. time. Yeah. So, and I know there's a lot of theory, theories with people saying, you know, that maybe they go back in time or something like that. Yeah. What you know? What if they go back in time and he can become the Hulk then? And that's actually a scene from Endgame. Could be. Yeah. So, that's the thing. Who knows? They they do such a good job of like dangling carrots in front of you, so you try and like go for them. And I think a lot of it, they're trying to lead people in so many different directions with these by not telling them pretty much anything but giving them enough glimpses of little things that they won't know they won't really know where they're planning to go what do you think of the title Endgame? i don't know man this is another thing like of that misdirect because they they said in interviews like no the title of it one the title is a spoiler so like we won't announce the title for the new movie until like basically it's ready to go out and because we don't want it to spoil something for people watching Infinity War. It's a spoiler for Infinity War. They also said that the wor- the name of the title was not mentioned in any previous movies. Endgame was mentioned in two other movies. Yeah. Two other Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron and Infinity War. I don't think this is what they're doing. But my theory, and I haven't heard anybody saying this online yet, so... So it's a two dudes exclusive. Two dudes exclusive. I also don't think they're gonna. this is going to happen. This is just me as a super <laughs> fan and super nerd. The movie, similar to Infinity War, where it ends and then the credits, or not the credits, but the end title. Thanos will return up. from in- Infinity War? Well, it'll, it just pops up and like goes to black and it just says Avengers Infinity War and then it turns to dust. I think this movie is going to happen, right? Events go down, blah, blah, blah. People come back from the dust thing, all that stuff. But it is revealed that certain characters have been scroll all along. Scroller shapeshifters who are being introduced through Captain Marvel. Which would make sense because Captain Marvel is coming out a month before Endgame. And Captain Marvel is the person who Nick Fury calls at the end of Infinity War in the post-credits. Yep. So it it's likely Captain Marvel comes, helps, brings back people who were dusted, and then... You know, they showed in the Captain Marvel trailer that she can tell when someone's a scroll and she punches that grandma or whatever. Yeah. Now imagine, like, people come back from the dusting and somebody who was dusted, I don't know who, whoever, comes back and she meets them. And then it, like, ends with her, like, beating the shit out of them or something. And then you find out he's a scroll. Go to Black Avengers Secret Invasion. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> How fucking crazy would that be? They come back and then you find out some of some of these heroes that we thought were good guys the whole time were actually hidden scroll. Cause secret invade like scroll are shapeshifters and like they hide as different people throughout the world, like different important like political figures and some superheroes. And then because their whole thing is like they're an imperialist alien race and they just want to take over and they have their heart set on Earth which is actually more closely tied to Fantastic Four, who are not in the MCU at this point, but maybe you get to bring them in now that yeah. they purchased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. need that shit. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of Fantastic Four crossover no, in the MCU now. There, there's Chris a- Evans, Michael B. Jordan. That is true. Yep. I know that, like... Jessica Alba. Wait, what? 
<laughs> there's a lot of uh like heavy hitters in the Fantastic Four comics that like, yeah, dude. like is Doctor is, is, Doom? Doctor Zoom is, is Galactus one of the biggest. Is Galactus? Uh, yep, he's yeah. connect. He's very heavily connected. Um, there's a lot of really cool things you can do with this, and then like that resolve of you know whatever Thanos is vanquished, but then it turns out there's a there's a greater evil now. Like Earth has already been invaded, and they had no idea, and now Captain Marvel's back on Earth, like first time being back since the '90s, which they could set up in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Who knows? And now like she reveals that. There's more scroll there back than they've been hiding just for longer since she's been gone. And now whatever Avengers are left, they're immediately thrust into another war after this crazy battle. It would make sense to do that with some characters based on two things, I think. One, just their contracts. Yep. There's actors who are heavy hitters. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Chris Evans is Captain America, namely. Mm-hmm. And there's been their talks contracts that are they want to... Yeah, they, they're going to be gone and they're also kind of well maybe not chris evans but robert downey jr is kind of aging out yeah a little bit and also in the comics is wasn't there recently a comic story arc where captain america has been working for hydra yes yeah I don't so know like about all that i yeah i mean i know that it's out there but i'm not saying like the same thing but i feel like the comics have already thrown out the idea of character you really love working for the enemy the whole time right I don't know if that's testing the waters because I don't really know how closely the comic books uh, I think right th- now I think they're are very separate. Separate, well, yeah. The only thing I'd say that I feel the connection is in the comics for Marvel right now. They're really trying to push Captain Marvel as like their their main hero, like their bread and butter, and they really want her to like kind of carry the comic industry for them right now. So it would make sense that they bring her in. She they build her as a super badass in the MCU. Hopefully that drives more comic book sales and stuff, but also she can carry the MCU after Chris Evans is gone. Her character is going to be basically like the strongest yeah. superhero. They're, they're, build, they're building her up. One last thing, because we don't want to stick on this too long. This last scene at the end with Ant-Man. Yep. Theory, I know this has been put out there, but uh, the top left of the screen says archive. People are thinking that this is a pre-recorded video. And that there's a year next to it. It looks like it says 80 something, but maybe that he recorded this back in the 80s. Like or, at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, he's in the he's quantum realm. Trapped in the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he gets out of the quantum realm, but maybe it's a, a different year and he sends them a warning video. Possibly. Because, because also, this building wasn't the Avengers uh, headquarters no, back in it the was, day, it right? It was just a regular Stark Industries facility, like yeah. a warehouse or something like that. So maybe this was recorded in like the 80s or something, and he knows something and he tells them then, and that's why this is an archive video. That also could just be just a graphic designer or animator just being like, well, what could make this look like a recording? Okay, I'm just going to put yeah. a fucking archive there. Right, right. You know, that's, like That's something I was thinking. It's like, it might just be stuff where it's just like, well, this is just stuff that's on a menu screen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That like, might not mean anything, but that, that could is be a, a thing where they click on that and it switches to archive. Like, yeah. it, it's not super clear. And the car he's driving does look a little older. Like, it's got like, it looks like wood paneling on the side of it. But isn't that's the van from the Ant Man movies, isn't it? That's where, that's it, the thing that the. Is that the XCON vehicle? I think so. That isn't that the van that they have the whole quantum realm, the mini version that he goes oh, in? Oh, it might be. It might be. So I'm thinking I'm thinking it could be current because if that is the same van, then it would make sense if he comes out of the quantum realm 
through that thing again, and then he takes that van and drives to the thing. I don't know, man. It could. Yeah. Who knows? That's the point. Who knows? I'm not fully buying the travel in time thing where he leaves the message in the past because that would assume that that same security system existed then. Yeah, it would be a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not fully buying that theory. Yeah, I don't I know. I can't man. suspend I like my disbelief for that. <laughs> yeah, what do you think this is? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I kind of don't think that's what is going on either. But it wouldn't surprise me. I feel like if there's something with the quantum realm or or anything, I think it's going to be more with dimensions rather than time. I think okay. may, I think I maybe th- they bring people back from another dimension, like a different dimension cool. version I'm, of Spider-Man or something like I'm that. I'm okay with that, but I've also heard theories where um, because of the way Doctor Strange reveals the time stone and that it's glowing when he gives it and he never touches it, he just floats it over to Thanos that he actually already set up a time loop. Okay. And that something's going something's like he is actually he actually set some sort of spell on the time stone so that even though thanos has it he doesn't have all of it so basically like he sent the time stone back in time almost you know what i mean i don't know there's so many crazy theories and when you really (laughs) read them and sit down with them they all sound right (laughs) i'm like yeah i believe it I think it's funny. We're getting into like time loops and shit like that. And like, I recently watched Interstellar like a week ago. So now it's just oh, like yeah. crazy, like mindfuck time. Murph! Thing. <laughs> Murph! <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's safe to say we are so stoked on this. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, I don't, do you want to say anything else? I feel like we talked about it for a good amount. I feel fine. I yeah. feel good. I don't want to, I don't want to go too crazy. There's so many different fan theories. We're, you can read them all. They all make sense, but none of us are going to get it right until the movie comes out. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure we're going to get to the second trailer when it drops and whatever. It's, it's probably going to be soon. I would um, Captain Marvel, maybe. Maybe by the time we do MCU phase two, we'll just do the second end game trailer. Maybe. Yeah. Cause you know, when else are we going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get it. Let's get us the fuck out of this trailer park. All right, so we're heading in to the phase one. Phase one, baby. Phase Let's grab our one. notebooks. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> what? So, I don't. I don't think we're gonna go specifically detailed plot points. I no, think... we want to keep. We want to keep this fairly brief. Yeah, we don't I... want to keep you here for four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, this is a bonus episode. Yeah, you're lucky you're getting anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're gonna just go through all the movies in the order they came out. Go over what is important. There's Infinity Stones in them. We'll get to that. Yep. Um, we'll talk that new, is... new characters that are introduced throughout. Yeah. But for the most part, we're going to skip like a lot of plot points and stuff like that. It's not majorly important. At this point, it's 10 years. If you haven't seen them by now, you probably don't care. Yeah. And you're probably not listening to this episode. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so... At this point, they're like, you're either on the train or you're off, off the train. Like, yeah, we're done making movies for people who don't know what the fuck's going on. So. Yeah. We're not going to loop you in. You just, you're here or you're not. Yeah. So the MCU started off in 2008 but it actually wasn't started as the mcu it was just right. made like just a movie let's just make a movie iron man came out 2008 yep introduction john favreau directed it relatively up until that point a newer director he'd only really done i think elf and zathura yeah and we'll see that as a recurring theme throughout the mcu they give a lot of you know either unproven or fresh directors a chance yeah. and you know we, i mean we'll see the success rate as we go mm-hmm so they cast Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I could not think of anyone better. Like at this point now, back then he he kind of 
not really done anything. Like this is a renaissance for him. Oh yeah, but like, I mean, this totally revived his career. As soon as you watch the first Iron Man, though, you're like, yeah, that's Tony Stark. Hell yeah! It's like like it, it, it just works. It, it's, it's such a good casting. movie. Such yeah. a good movie. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, and then Jeff Bridges as uh Obadiah Stone. Is that his name? Yeah, Obadiah. Obadiah. <laughs> I always forget that Jeff Bridges is in that movie. Yeah, man. It's like. <laughs> We gotta give the terrorists missiles. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. I've been great. working on it. <laughs> but yeah, no, this movie is awesome. And I feel like this movie, like, spoiler, is one of my favorite MCU movies. I think there's movies that are better than it, but this is one of my favorite movies just because it started because it all. It started it all. Yeah. If this movie isn't as good as it is, you don't have the MCU. Yeah, it, it... like that's 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 that. And you especially see that with the movies that follow, but how, you know, this is their first venture. This is the first time Marvel Studios makes a movie. This is the what created Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. It's also pre-Disney. Yep. So how much did they spend on this movie to get it made? They spent, you're our stat guy. Yeah, they spent $140 million on this. It's a good budget. That's a pretty, that yeah, is That is a not beefy, some change. That's a beefy check they cut to and make this. And they made... 585 million. God damn. Yeah. So, tripled. More than tripled the yeah. budget. That's it's like quadrupled that shit right that there. That makes sense. I saw this five fucking times in theaters. That's crazy. I saw it in every type of way I could see it. I've only seen I saw it in the drive-in. I saw it at a college campus just like on a green on like a big projector That's screen cool. like I saw it twice in a regular theater and I saw it in IMAX. I've only actually ever seen went balls deep on yeah, this. Yeah, the, the most I've ever seen a movie in theaters is four times. I saw Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King four times in theaters. Yikes! Yeah, and I saw that's like eighty hours. <laughs> and I saw Infinity War four times, and I saw the disaster. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw Infinity War. Oh, I might have seen Infinity War five times. Really? I don't know. You saw it that many times? I thought you saw it three. No, I definitely saw it more than three. Really? I either saw it four or five. Damn. Because I saw it when we went opening night. Then we, then, then we you and I Dolby saw Peter. it again. Which, by the way, three four days later, Dolby is required for Endgame. Just saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Oh fucking yeah. We're seeing Captain Marvel opening night in Dolby. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. They killed it on this. I mean, huge blockbuster success just in terms of money. Yeah. But also, like the critics and audience love this movie. Obviously. Actually, I'm surpri- I'm not surprised because I love love the movie so much. I think it is a really good movie, but I mean, the critics went ape shit for this movie as well as the audience. Like they yeah. loved it just as much. And at this time, the only movie that really got like critical praise for a superhero movie was Dark Knight. Yeah, I even mean, Batman Begins didn't get as much love. Yeah, I, I think um, Spider Man Two did really well for oh, critics. Really? Yeah, Spider Man Two. Okay. Spider Man Two was high, but Spider Man One and Spider Man Three were like, as far as the critics go, I don't think did that well. Yeah, that's not part of the MCU. And there's also a little bit of a break between them. Like I think Spider-Man Two was probably like that was probably like 2004, something like that. So yeah, that, sounds, like, that sounds about right. There's probably like a four-year gap between these two movies. Yeah, huge tone change. And, and and I also like they ended that Spider-Man franchise in such a shit note. So. Yeah, that it, it, it almost like retroactively made the rest of it kind of meh. Yeah, hit me with the tomato, tomato. All right, audience score or no critic score? Tomato, ninety-three. Okay, audience score, ninety-one. Wow, not a huge difference. That's, I mean, that very, makes sense. Very, very close and both very good. I'm going to say tomato. I'm going tomato also. Very nice. I really like this one. That is, like I said, it's one of my favorites. And 
man, just Robert Downey Jr. is like so charismatic as Tony Stark. Like, yeah. like I said, you can't think of another Tony Stark. And it and it's at this point, it's very interesting that they used Iron Man to kickstart this whole thing. I mean, they unknowingly kickstarted the whole thing because Iron Man, even growing up and reading comics, like Iron Man was never really that strong a character. I feel like I wonder if they went with him because just in terms of suspending your disbelief, he might be the most realistic. Yeah, because he's just wearing a piece of tech like he's not like, yeah. I'm an alien from another planet or I got these powers from a radioactive spider bite, but also they didn't have, they didn't have their major properties because X-Men, Wolverine and Spider-Man, those are their like top three breadwinners as comics. Yeah. And they don't have those characters. So they had to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it turns out they picked the fucking perfect one. I'm pretty sure also in 2008, I think Batman Begins had already come out. Mm. I'm, I'm, 95% 95% sure and that was really good and I think the trailers for the Dark Knight had already been out which like that is almost that is like DC's version of Iron Man in a sense where it's yeah. you know a normal person who has the money to build amazing crazy shit yeah and you know maybe they saw how good that franchise was doing and went with a character with similar like properties characteristics to them yeah that makes sense I can see that happening so <laughs> you come out the gate strong with Iron Man how does Marvel decide to follow it up? The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same year, too, 2008. Uh, I know. I Actually, when I saw Iron Man in the drive-thru, this was the double feature. I saw Iron Man and Incredible Hulk. In really? The they had that as a double feature? It was It was pretty cool. That is cool. Well, it was less cool by the time you get... Done with the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's a reason why that was the second movie that yeah. you watched. Yeah, so they... The director on this is Louis Leterrier, I think is how you pronounce his name. But up until that point, he had only really worked on Transporter 1 and 2, two movies that weren't really that good. Right. <laughs> Edward Norton is playing Bruce Banner, the Hulk, uh, Liv Tyler, Betty Ross, Blah. <laughs> and William Hurt. I love that. William Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he plays, this is also just insane, General Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> Wow. I didn't even realize the Thunderbolt part. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fun fun fact, he is the only recurring character from that movie. I mean, I guess if you count the Hulk, but even when Yeah, but now it's Mark Ruffalo, so I mean Right, but even when Ruffalo shows up, they don't really he doesn't really reference the events of the Incredible Hulk ever. Yeah. But General Ross is the only person who is in that movie who you see again later in the MCU. I feel like people always forget that this movie's actually in the MCU. I forget it all the time. Yeah. Because it doesn't contribute anything towards the rest of It doesn't. Anything. This movie's such a right write off. Like Hell but, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least at least they saw that coming that they didn't connect it enough because it would have sucked if they were like, here's an infinity stone, and it's like, fuck, now this is like really important. Yeah. So it's you know what, and th- this up until up until this point, this was actually the second version of the Hulk to come out for the big screen. There was a Hulk movie originally before this, and it was even worse than this one. Yeah, it really And was. that one's not part of the MCU, but I guess they tried to redo it, and it failed again. And I think they went with a very smart direction where after they had cast uh, Mark Ruffalo for Avengers, I think it was probably either before Age of Ultron or after. I think it was after because it was pre-Ragnarok. I know it was pre-Ragnarok. I wasn't sure if they came up with the idea, though, during during Age of Ultron, because at the end, he leaves the planet. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. But basically, they had they you know went to Mark Ruffalo, and they're like, what do you want to do with the Hulk? And he was like, I want to do like this, 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 and this. And they're like, that's awesome. We love that. 
we don't want to do it in one movie. We want to do it over like three or four movies. Yeah. And I think that's smart because I don't think the Hulk is a character that can really lead a movie. At least not yet. At least not yet. And But people are liking him more and more with every movie now. And I think if they slowly develop his character and the relationship between Bruce Banner and the Hulk, because they are two very separate individuals. They just share a body, basically. So if you develop that relationship and bring the audience along for the ride slowly so that they understand what they're watching, if you do want to give him a movie down the road, it can carry, and you don't have to do too much explaining. You can pretty much just plop him into a scenario, and we're along for the ride. Yep. You just have to make sure you have the right writers along with you they're developing his character almost as if they were developing a character for a tv show yeah which is brilliant great that's what you need to do because when incredible hulk comes out it's all hulk smash and he's just like a mindless yeah you know gorilla but now like hulk can speak he's learning how to talk he has more of like a personality Mm -hmm. and now you can have like a dialogue between bruce banner and the hulk and it makes the character a lot more interesting, and you, there's a lot more that you can do with it. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be in a movie on his own. Like, we saw how fun Ragnarok was, the partner up between Thor and... The buddy movie. Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's fucking great. So, like, if there is a Hulk movie down the road, it doesn't just need to be the Hulk. You can pepper in somebody else, same way they did Iron Man in Spider-Man. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think at this point, if they do some, you know, standalone movies, or when they do standalone movies, they're probably going to cross them over with at some point with something i mean which is awesome yeah i mean you got you've got iron man with with um spider-man you've got nick fury with uh captain marvel coming up yep and nick fury and nick far fury from home far from home it's good seeing him back in there yeah and like i mean like we said um thor and hulk and in, in ragnarok so i i feel like there there's gonna be a lot more crossover now with them and i think what they're doing with the hulk is very smart because this movie is not very good <laughs> that's right what how much did they spend on this bad bitch this movie cost 150 million 10 million dollars more, more yep. than iron man how much did it make 263 didn't double yikes so there you go yeah made its money back but it didn't double that's and you a, wanted to double and it didn't so <laughs> yeah that's a hard shot to take right after having such a huge success yeah. But luckily, the success was so big that they can continue. Yep. Right after that. Wait, do we want to get tomato tomato on this bitch? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even care enough to do it anywhere. But yeah, hit me, hit me with it. 67 critic score. Okay. 70 audience score. Guess what? Tomato. tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 67. I, I would go lower than 67. I think it's worse than that. Yeah, it's hard for me to fail a Marvel movie, but this one is teetering on an F. This is a D minus minus. I guess this is a spoiler. But none of these movies are rotten, according to Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah. That is surprising, man. Especially for this one. Yeah. That is very surprising. Like, I mean, we love the MCU and these movies, but come on. There's some of these that are like... We gotta, you know. (laughs) So, yeah, no. I'm I'm going uh, Tomato. I think it's worse than a 67. This movie's not very good. But they were back with their hard hitter two years later. With Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah. We are three movies deep in the MCU. Two of them are already Iron Man. I want to know when they actually, like, when was the first post credit scene put in where they're like, now we're working towards something? Like, do, do you know? Wasn't it the first the first Iron Man? I think at the end of it, Nick Fury shows up and he goes, oh, because at the end of Iron Man, before the credits, 
that's when he's at the press conference and they're like, just deny everything or whatever. And he's standing there. And he goes, I am Iron Man. Yeah. And then at the end of the post credit, Nick Fury's in his house. He's like, so you think you're the only hero? You think you're the, he's like, there's a much bigger universe than you're even aware of. Oh, really? And then that's when he like gives him like a folder or something. And it says something about Avengers initiative. So was the plan because all along? throughout the whole, throughout the whole movie, Coulson's like, I would really like to debrief Tony Stark about his, this event and everything. And he's trying that's when they like, introduce S.H.I.E.L.D. And yeah. Pepper Potts is like, you need to come up with a better name for that. He's like, we're working on it. <laughs> I So so from the get-go, did they have the intention of making an Avengers movie? I think so. Really? I, I or At least I think they wanted to hint at it. They Okay, and see how it goes and maybe get to there? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, now, like, it seems like once they were, like, reaching Avengers or maybe once they did Avengers, they were like, this is going to be bigger than just this. Yeah. But, like... I always got the impression that it wasn't until Avengers came out that they were like, oh, shit, we can make this more than just just this thing. Maybe they were always planning on making Avengers, but after that point was when it really became like the universe that it is now. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we see that really come together in phase two. Phase two. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Man 2. Again, it's directed by Jon Favreau. We get a new war machine in this one. The first one. Don Cheadle. Is the new war machine? Yeah, Terrence Howard was the first war machine, right? Yeah, and they were just like, "Nah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting a new one." You get your first uh, appearance of ScarJo, Scarlett Johansson. Yep, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Sam Rockwell is in this. That's right. Justin Hammer, I that name right there. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Rourke is Ivan Zivanko. Is, is that is doesn't that, even it's, matter? It's Whiplash. He's Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. But he's phoning it in so hard. <laughs> Yeah, and then, I mean, Nick Fury was in the post credit scene to, I guess, Iron Man, like you were saying, but he is in this mo- movie. He's actually in right. Iron Man 2. Yeah, he's so, like and that's, a part you know, of Nick, the Nick Fury. So um, those are the new characters characters. How much do they bump into this one, being that it's a sequel to their super success? 200 mil. Oh, wow. They put yeah. a lot of faith in it. They did put a lot of faith in it, and... I don't think this movie is particularly good. No. I don't really enjoy this one, but it didn't stop the movie from making $623 million. Okay. Triple it, made a lot of money. Yeah, a lot they of money. must have been happy. Making a bounce back. Yeah, I, I just don't like this movie that much. I think the Me villain's neither. very weak. Couldn't care and less. It, it's just really disappointing because the first Iron Man is so good that, yeah. I mean, you could not help but be super excited and stoked for this movie, and it's just so blah and yeah, throwaway. Absolutely. There's there's like nothing to it like and there's no real importance to the rest of the MCU with the exception of it gives you a you few Nick characters Fury and Nick, Nick Fury Widow. and Black Widow yeah like yeah. when you when you go and you're like oh you haven't seen any of the MCU movies well these are the movies that you need to see this is a write off yeah, like this you don't need to see you this you don't need to see Hulk yeah you can definitely skip this one that might be something fun to do with with our final MCU rankings like we do the rankings and then. List out the ones that you can just totally skip. Yeah. What did the critics and the audience feel about this movie? Very similar. The critics have it at a 73%. Okay. The audience has it at 71. Okay. I am going to say tomato. I'm going tomato as well. Dope. 71. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Again, I think I would have gone even lower with this one. I don't like it that much. Right. So now we get fourth movie in. Fourth movie in. And four rhymes with... Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor. Uh, 2011. So a year later, Thor came out. The director on this is Kenneth Branagh. I think he was mainly an actor before this. I don't really know if he yeah. had directed anything before this, but he was in like 
Sticking with the theme of fresh directors. Yeah, like, and I think he was mainly in, like, movies. He acted in movies that were based on, like, plays and stuff like that. Or, like, oh, okay. like, like I think he was in Hamlet. I think he was in Frankenstein, which, I mean, that's not a, that was a book, mm. but kind of a weird directing choice. But, like you said, we're seeing a lot of new directors, people who haven't, you know, they're getting their chance right now with some money yeah, and stuff like maybe that. Maybe so. unproven. They cast Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yep. Anthony Hopkins, which I think is... I always think that's oh, funny. I, f- I forgot that he's in this. Yeah, he's Odin. Natalie Portman, Jane Foster. Woof. <laughs> I like Natalie, but this character is so unlikable. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Who is obviously lovable. Yes. Great. So what do you think about the casting at this point? Right when this movie came out, what do you think about the casting? I didn't know who Chris Hemsworth was. Travel back into 2011 after I know. you saw I was like, Thor, and what did you think? He's just... A beefy meathead. <laughs> yeah, like he's just. I got muscles and long blonde hair. <laughs> cool. Like yeah. he he was super vanilla. I feel like. I feel like in the comics he's a little bit like that at times. He is. Yeah. He's wow. even the way that the comics are written is super like old timey speak and like that old English and even like the font style looks kind of like yeah. Nordic. Yeah. So it is a little bit stale. And I think that's even been like an old critique. And they they went back, they spiced up the Thor comics like in more recent renditions and stuff like that because I think they realized that they're in the Thor comics. There'd be like almost full pages of text. I so. started I started reading uh the new like I guess the reboot. It's not the new Fifty Two because that's DC. What do they call it? Marvel now is like yeah. the new initiative of comics from Marvel. Yeah, I started reading the first. I think I read the first like ten or twelve issues of Thor. I think it was called like the Mighty Thor or whatever. But like, yeah. they do a cool thing where like there's present day Thor and then past Thor and then like Odin Thor. Oh, and yeah, they like yeah. go between them. But like past Thor when he's younger, he's like basically this version of Thor where he's like kind of like just Let's like toss a, the pigskin, bro. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just like a, a meathead. He's drinking beer like all the time and stuff like that. So I mean, it makes sense. He's mm-hmm. young. Yeah, this movie not great, but also not horrible. I guess. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of, that's a really bad like critique of the movie, but it's just like I think it's fine. It's just, yeah, I like I think people will realize how we feel about it when we actually rank it. But yeah, I mean, phase one is kind of rough. Like they get off to a pretty rough start. Like yeah, it's not. There's not a. I mean, you get a lot of hope just from right out the gate. Iron Man's such a banger. But, you know, it takes them a while to find their footing. We talked about it in our Aquaman episode, but phase one really didn't start off that good. And, we, you know, not on the level that the DC movies are because they have so many movies that are in their 20s and, like, just garbage. Yeah, they have some pretty rough writing. But, I mean, the Marvel movies didn't start off particularly well, just like right. how DC is. That's why I feel like you can maybe have some hope that DC is eventually going to get their shit together. So, yeah, they pumped $150 million into this one. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And it grossed $449 million, So All right, triple. that's good. Yeah. yeah, triple. I mean, they've got to be happy with that. All these movies... With the exception of Iron, I mean, um, Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk, our financial successes and the Hulk made. It's not like the Hulk lost money; it made like a hundred million. But you would just want it to double your money. Yeah, they're doing really well with all these movies. Yeah, for sure. And I think it helps that none of these movies have been like super awful. Like, yeah, even the ones that are bad are there wasn't yeah, very yeah. good. Like, I, I'm not. They're gonna, not like I'm walking out of this theater. Right yeah, now. like they're not like a Suicide Squad where you're like that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You're yeah. just kind of like disappointed, <laughs> I guess. 
you want to go tomato tomato on this, or you want to have anything to say on this one? No, I want to. I want to know. I want to know what the the people had to say. One quick thing is, what is it? Is it Annihilator at the end of the movie or something? Because there's like a big robot at the end of the movie. I can't remember the name of the villain, but there's another villain in this movie that's not Loki, the Destroyer. Or the something? Destroyer. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, I couldn't remember because I've only seen this movie like a few times. But I remember that Loki's the villain, and then at the end, it's like, oh shit, there's fucking robots. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Critics have it sitting at 77%. Okay. Audience has it sitting at 76%. Really close. I'm going to have to say tomato. I am also going to go tomato. It's only a little bit lower, but I just got to go with the lower one. Yeah, this this movie would be like a, it's like a C- minus for me. Yeah, or like a I was, was going to say like this movie's probably like a 70 for me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on it, but I mean, I don't think it's close to a b that's that's for damn sure but i wouldn't fail it either thor is not the best but captain america which came next is a little bit better a little bit our first avenger yes captain america the first avenger yeah it's the first movie with a uh, subtitle to it too yeah i think that was i mean they were hinting preparing people for the avengers before this but i think that was kind of like oh shit it's happening like that was like that was like getting people hyped up for it because I think even at this point, people knew they had already announced that the Avengers would be after yeah, it. Yeah. So you got Joe Johnson directing this one. He's probably got the most clout up until this point. Right. He's got probably the biggest filmography. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Remember liking that as a kid? Nice. Jumanji, really liked that one as a kid. Yeah. The Page Master. I was never a big Page Master fan. I, liked, but I know a lot of people like that one. That movie was pretty big for me as yeah. a kid. Jurassic Park 3. Nailed it. Alan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they cast uh, Chris Evans as uh, Cap Steve Rogers. Yep, I think that was great. great AKA casting, Johnny yeah. Storm. Yeah, AKA Human <laughs> Torch. <laughs> that was great casting. I think they they did a really good job. Yeah, with him on this. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, especially looking at it now, it's like holy shit. Yeah, honestly, like Chris Evans, I've never been that big of a fan of him as an actor, but I think he just fits Captain America very well. Yeah. And I, it might just be because Captain America is a little bit of a cheesy character. Yeah, definitely. I, Captain America is basically Marvel's Superman. Yeah. In, like, sense of like, super vanilla. He's just like, oh, I'm a nice guy. It's like kind of, Clean a, cut, kind of a goof. Plays yeah. for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hugo Weaving playing Red Skull. Yep. Haley Atwell is Peggy Carter. Sebastian Stan's Bucky. Tommy Lee Jones is Colonel Chester Phillips. I like, Shit, I forgot he's in this. I like that name too. Colonel yeah. Chester Phillips. You know, he's got one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is like leads to Steve Rogers becoming Captain America when uh he grabs the gren- the the like the blank grenade or whatever and tosses it. Oh yeah. And then and he, and then he dies on it to, he dies to, on it to save, save everyone else. But it, you know, I, I really like that scene. And that's like that scene sets everything in motion, really. Yeah. No, this movie, when I saw this movie in theaters for the first time, I remember really liking it. Like I actually had the opposite. Yeah, I know. When, when I went to see it, I was just like, I didn't like that movie. <laughs> I've recently purchased it on Blu-ray and rewatched it, and I think I appreciate it more now. It's also the first this is so funny that we're that you're saying that. Why? Because I had the opposite reaction too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You liked it the first time you rewatched it. You're like, I don't like this as much. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I uh I saw it in theaters. That was the only time I ever watched it in theaters, and like really loved it. I was like, that was like so good. Like that like that's one of my favorite like comic book hero movies. I didn't rewatch it until maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, right before uh, Infinity War came out. 
Yeah. And uh, my mom wanted to watch the MCU movies in, in preparation for Infinity War. So I was like, all right, well, like one of the important ones is is I'll have you watch Captain America. Yep. And I was like, First... I, and I was like, it's really good. And then and then I was watching <laughs> really it, setting it up. I was yeah, I was setting I was watching it, and like, there's the whole scene where the guy's running away from him and gets in that like secret submarine and oh, there's God, like a, yeah. there's like a bunch of scenes with him there's like some, there's some pretty corny stuff oh man like him like jumping off shit on the motorcycle i'm just sitting there that looked so bad i'm, I'm sitting there in my chair like this is kind of stupid <laughs> yeah, i regret i regret back in this movie so hard i don't really know why i like this but but it is important it's the first infinity stone in the mcu it is the first infinity tesseract stone which has the space stone inside mm-hmm. and uh i feel like i'm like I'm shitting on it a little bit, and I don't like it as much as I originally did, but I do enjoy this movie. I would say that this is a fine, decent movie. Yeah, for sure. Fun at the very least. How much did it cost? $140 million. Okay, so th- they're pretty much keeping it around there for these first Yeah, ones. the only one that like broke the bank. Well, I mean, they're all they're all big budget movies, but the one yeah. that like really stands out in terms of budget is Iron Man 2 at 200 all of them around that 140 you know, 150, 150 range. 160 yeah. So 140 It dips down, though. Three hundred seventy million. Okay, so still doubled, but it's not it's not tripling. It's not going like off the charts. Yeah, that like is the lowest Man, total besides the Hulk. Wow. Yeah. Tomato tomato on this. Eighty percent critic score. Seventy four audience score. I have to say tomato. I'm going tomato as well. Yeah. That is where I. That's honestly that's where I put a B minus. That's where I'm at. You on think seventy four is a B minus? Oh no! Wait, you, you tomato. Oh tomato. No, you're going seventy four. Yeah. I'm going tomato. Oh. Yeah, wow. Tomato. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'd put it at I a C. I fucked up our own ranking system. <laughs> I'd put it at like a C. You're at a C? So yeah. you're a tomato. I'm tomato. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. I le- I actually really like the development of the Captain America character. Yeah, that's true, but that's also lends to the reason why I didn't like it. I feel like it's just so slow in the beginning. It's slow, but I think you know me. I kind of, I like slow movies. Yeah, like I, I know. You know. You're boring as fuck. Yeah, I'm very vanilla. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> so, and then, finally, Marvel's. The Avengers. Yeah. Not just the Avengers, Marvel's the Avengers. So phase one, we're going out with a bang. Yes. And if this was crap, that would probably be the end of the MCU because everything yeah. went up to this. So if this is trash, then pack it in, I think. Yeah. But, two, two movies back to back now where we get an Infinity Stone. Yep. Yeah. Mind Stone. Mind Stone's in this one. Yep. Loki's gifted the Mind Stone in the Scepter from Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, right. Yeah. Joss Whedon directs this. Yep. And from, he, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, fame. up until this point, he really comes from a, a TV show background. It's like Firefly, uh, Buffy, Serenity. Actually, I think Serenity was a movie, but um, the I think he did a few episodes of The Office. I think he did some episodes of Glee. I think that helps though, because since you're bringing together multiple characters who have been developed over like a somewhat longer period of time. That's kind of where like TV writing would help because you have you have more time to build characters and you have to be very careful with like the relationships between characters. So maybe that expertise kind of helped him and maybe that had a big, like that was like a big part of the decision to bring him on for this movie where they're bringing all these characters together. Yeah. I mean that right there is just his directing background. He, um, let alone his writing. Yeah. He's also the writer on this. And I mean, he did toy story, wrote toy story. Come on. Yeah. So, he also did Cabin in the Woods, which I like that movie. Chris Hemsworth is in that. Yep. And then he did Alien Resurrection, which I do not like. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Toy Story, come on. I mean, you, if that makes up for if, it. If, yeah. If he did Toy Story, you know he's got some chops. So. Yeah, hell yeah. 
the only real new characters in this movie. I mean, there's a few, but the only real important characters is Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. And you got Hawk, a new Hulk. Hawkeye. And then, yeah, Jimmy Renner as Hawkeye. Yeah. Other than that, basically all characters you've seen before. Even the villain in this movie is a villain from another movie. Like Yeah, it's Loki again. Yeah, this is this really is a culmination of all of the movies coming into one. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good I, one. I enjoyed it a lot. I remember when it came out, I was like fucking way into it. Yeah. There's some there's some scenes that people love that are like still when you get like the fight between Thor and Loki. Hulk. Oh, well, there's that too. That, that one I was thinking, but yeah, the, I forgot about that fight too. That's a yeah. good fight. Yeah. yeah, and and it's really cool that even later in the MCU, like they keep they maintain that kind of relationship too. It's, yeah, man. When we get deeper into the MCU, like it, it just keeps getting better and better. But we'll we'll talk about that later. But th- <laughs> this but this movie, like. You know, it's the first time you're seeing these guys come together, so you obviously have that turmoil and stuff. And like, they did such a good job meshing these very different characters, and especially being that they're all brand new. This is like your first interactions with each other, and like the fact that they nailed this. Like, you're right. Like, if they didn't get this right, it could have been the end of everything. Yeah, it very easily could have just been like, all right, well, if this is the last movie we made, at least we got our Avengers movie done. You know? Yeah. Boy golly, did they <laughs> did they fucking nail it? So this movie costs the most money to date, or well, you know, at, at this at, time, at that yeah, time, yeah. two hundred twenty million. Yep, beefy. which is actually, I mean, yeah, it is a lot. It's surprising. It's only twenty million dollars more than Iron Man two, though. Yeah, which I mean, like you figure you're spending a lot more on actors and stuff like that for Makes this. Up, just a little surprising. Bringing everybody together, and also there's that crazy battle scene at the end. They've definitely spent way oh, more yeah. CG for this. That movie. was like all of all of their budget, budget right there. Yeah. So two hundred twenty dollars was the budget, and it made one point five billion dollars. God damn! Yeah, god damn. So that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I five think five times, almost no, six times. They spent two hundred, and they made one point five. It's like seven, seven times. times. Yeah, seven. Crazy. Yes, bananas. They could have flopped every movie after that in phase two, and they still would have been, <laughs> been been cool. They still would have been in, you know, in the green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is insane, and also it just shows you why Warner Brothers has to be so upset with Justice League. Yeah, Justice League made <laughs> Justice League made six hundred million. Suck it, like dude. You didn't. It's like you weren't even trying. Yeah. Yeah. No, this movie like kills it. I mean, this movie's super fun. The way that all the characters just come together, it just works. Yeah. And uh, I, it is one of my favorite movies in at least in Phase One. But I, I thought about it. It might be one of my favorites in the whole MCU. Whoa! A little it bit might, of spoiler for your list. It we'll might. See. It might be that. That's just. I'm, I'll have to think about it. Yeah, I haven't thought too much about where it would fall as a whole for mm-hmm. me. But it's funny because like you go back and you watch some of these phase one movies that like in phase one, you really like them. But then you go back and watch them now after you've seen everything through phase two and phase three is, you know, specifically. And you're like, this is good, but I'm like a little spoiled now. Yeah, for sure. So how did the critics in the audience feel about this movie? I feel like it's going to be close. The critic score on this one is 92 percent. Damn, that's big. Yes. Big numbers. That That is actually not the highest critic score for the MCU Phase 1. Because Iron Man was at 93. Oh, wow. Squeaked it out by one. Yeah. What's the audience score? 91. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so it, is, it was really close. They are very close. I nailed it. Tomato I'm gonna, or tomato? I'm going to say tomato. I'm going tomato as well. Yeah. yeah. It's just to be positive because it's only off by one, and it's a fucking great movie. I, yeah. love, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Me too. So now that we know all that, 
we got all that information to go off of. I think it's only appropriate that we work down this list backwards. So we have six movies to rank out. I gave my tomato tomato answers first. So why don't you kick us off? What is your number six for Marvel Phase 1? My number six for Marvel Phase 1, Iron Man 2. Wow, all righty. So starting right off, we got a difference. Oh, nice. My number six, Incredible Hulk. Okay, nice. Feel me? No explanation needed there. <laughs> I can give you my, you know what, let's do five. Yeah, just let's give me five. five. What's your five? My five is the Incredible Hulk. My five is Iron Man 2. Okay. They're such a close, Yeah, they're basically both in last place for me. The reason that I'm having, I'm putting Iron Man 2 below it, I think that the Incredible Hulk is worse. I I know the Incredible Hulk is worse. Iron Man 2 is more disappointing for me than anything because I've seen had more how hype good built up. had more hype built up and I know how good an Iron Man movie can be and it's just disappointing like this I felt very phoned in and you know yeah. I just uh it's just a letdown like the the Hulk movies I feel like they didn't have a lot to go with to begin with so it's not like I was super disappointed with I'm like yeah kind of kind of felt like that was going to happen That's but I fair. I felt like Iron Man 2 could have been good I just feel like Incredible Hulk really offered nothing towards the MCU, and as bad as Iron Man 2 was, at least it showed some sort of growth in the Iron Man character. That's pretty much all you get out of it. And, you know, you meet Black Widow, so I put it up a little bit because at least we're introducing some more Avengers, and, you know, there's something you can get out of that. What is your number four? My number four is Thor. (laughs) Oh, my four is Thor. (laughs) Thor. My four is Thor, my ass is sore. After watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, because I got fucked. <laughs> I, like I said, this movie, I feel like it's kind of passable. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's like the worst review. This movie's kind of passable. It's one of the only ones I haven't really revisited recently, so I'm going to need to... It's just You have like no desire to revisit. Yeah, it doesn't offer a lot. Yeah. It's fine, but it is kind of a toss away. I've, I've talked to people, actually a few days ago, someone asked me how the other Thor movies were. They'd only seen the first one. And I was like, what did you think of the first one? They're like, it was fine. I was like, then you're going to love Ragnarok. Well, that's that's going to make, you're going to fucking come. Like, <laughs> the first Thor, like, just fine is the best you're going to get from it. Like, Absolutely. I don't I don't think there's anyone out there that's like, oh, I fucking love the first Thor movie. Dude, it fell in the middle of our list, so yeah. it got to make sense. What is your number three? El Capitan America. Samesies. Yep. First Avenger, but you're the third greatest <laughs> movie. In the phase one. In phase one, yeah. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how far you fall as these other phases come along. You came in third place, buddy, in the first group of movies. (laughs) In the worst group of movies. (laughs) It's a great job. Yeah, no, I mean, it's third. I like it. I just, I think it's super cheesy, especially watching it again. You kind of, you see a lot of the flaws in it. Yeah. I don't really appreciate the James Bondy aspects of it. Especially because like none of the other Marvel movies are that cheesy, it felt yeah. very like almost like you were watching like the uh, like Pierce Brosnan days of James Bond, where it's like all these really stupid, thank you know, God, World War gadgets and stuff like that. Like, uh, thank God the Captain America movies get taken over by the Russo brothers eventually. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in Phase Two, but it definitely needed a tone change. This was a little yeah, bit it cheesy. This it's very hokey. So was Thor though. Thor was pretty cheesy too. I don't think Thor is cheesy on this level though. Like this no, 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 definitely not. But yeah. you know, they they both needed a redirect. Mm-hmm. But I do like I like uh, you know Red Skull. 
And uh, I do like the yeah. character development of the Captain America character. And, I mean, if there's one thing that is important, Bucky's important. Bucky's very important, so. and it's our first Infinity Stone. Yeah. So, number two, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. This is the nitty-gritty, and I feel like this this is a tough one. Yeah? I think so. Number two for me, Marvel's The Avengers. Ooh! <laughs> Same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Marvels at that point. Um, I don't know the why. Iron Man. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know why I'm drawing it. I'm like, you know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling I knew what it was going to be, anyways, because you know, Marvel's the Avengers, both of our number two. We already said a lot about the Avengers, so number one for both of us, Iron, Iron Man. Man. That motherfucker kickstarted all of this. You can't not put it at number one for Phase One. You know. Yeah. And ease and easily even disregarding that, it is the best out of all of them i think it's just undeniable yeah i think it is the best movie i defy somebody to come to us and say that any movie in phase one is better than iron man it's just i I can't see it being possible whose fucking brain would think that avengers might be more fun okay i'll get okay fine but i we've said before i don't really like that as a as like an excuse excuse for like why it's good yeah like you might have more fun watching that movie but just as a movie itself uh iron man is is better i might have more fun masturbating than i would going for a walk (laughs) through a park but it's definitely better to just go for a walk through a park i'll I'll give you i'll give you one um i'll give you one legitimate argument for avengers okay hit me with it it's got a better villain yes yeah i'll give you that okay Got a better villain, but other than that, I think Iron Man's a better, a better movie. I mean, he doesn't even become Iron Man until like an hour into that movie. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like the first what, half hour of the movie is him stuck in a cave, and the pacing in it is so good. It starts yeah. off with action, and then like there's tension, and yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really fucking good. It's, it's very well done. I feel like it does it take a good amount of humor, but it doesn't take away from like the serious tone of mm-hmm. like certain parts, like. Robert Downey Jr. is so charismatic. Yeah, and the balance that they find throughout is just, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We did it. Marvel Phase 1 in the books. <laughs> we did it! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you know, I'm excited to do these, uh, I mean, we're obviously super excited to go see Endgame and stuff like that, but yeah, it's going to be fun kind of doing this retrospective leading up to it. I think it's just going to keep getting us more and more pumped for the end yeah. result being Endgame. I really want to do the whole rankings of the whole MCU. I really, yeah. I'm really curious how that's going to be. I wonder if Endgame is going to fuck me up enough that I'm I won't know how to place it. You like, know what? I hope I hope I don't just recency bias place it too high on my list. It might be tough to do. I'm actually as excited as I am for Endgame. I'm also equally as worried for Endgame. Yeah, dude. Because because everything after this is going to change. Yeah, but also Endgame. One, I don't think it's going to be bad, but if it is bad, that's just going to be such... It's going to be heartbreaking. And, and then, it's almost going to retroactively make Infinity War feel less special. Yeah, and that that's the one thing is if if Endgame is bad, it could retroactively make me feel worse about Infinity War. And even if Endgame is good, if it does certain things, it could also affect how I feel about Infinity War. Right, If it's so, if it's just like... Oh, we just went back in time and everything got reversed. Yeah. They're smarter than that. They know how to finesse. And I think they're, I, I'm putting my faith in them. I think they're going to do fine. Even going into Infinity War, they had a difficult task ahead of them. And there was a lot of doubt that it could be pulled off. And I think they fucking nailed it. So I'm just going to believe in them. 
I'm not going to go in expecting specific results, but I am going to expect it to live up to a certain caliber. And, you know, I, I just I just want it to come out. <laughs> I just want to see it. <laughs> I just want to know. We're close. So, two two months oh, now. Oh, two I'm months so now. close. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> I'm going to fucking come. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Basically, with just with what you were saying, if they bring back all those characters in a, like a cheesy way or if, like they're like, oh, nobody died, then it it undersells Infinity War because Infinity War yeah. has so much at stake to it. And when you're watching it, you feel like you're like the characters you love could actually die. And, you know, yeah. like there, there is a lot at stake. And it if, changes the tone for every movie afterwards, because then it's like, oh, they'll just kill any fucking person. Yeah. And if they go back and they just bring everyone back, then you're like, oh, so I guess we're back to the norm where the good yeah, guys death, are going to Death live. doesn't matter. Yeah. Death is, it's not real. Loki just dies, comes back, dies, yeah. comes back. So nothing has any weight. I think they have a big task ahead of them. And I really hope that it's good. And I, I'm asking for a lot. I'm like, it needs to be good. And it needs to not do these things to fuck yeah. up these previous movies for me. But, uh, I, th- I think they know that that's probably how a lot of people feel. I'm hoping at least that that's how that they know that a lot of people feel that way. Well, you know what? Hit us up on Instagram. You guys follow us at two dudes movie reviews. We're also on Twitter at two dudes movies. We're on Facebook. Just search two dudes movie. You'll find us, but we want to know how you guys feel. And we really hope that you enjoyed having these bonus episodes. And we're just, I can't, I can't wait to talk phase two now. Yeah. And phase three, for that matter. I can't wait to see Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel. I can't wait to see Endgame. I can't wait to see Far From Home. We're not seeing any movies this year other than Marvel movies. <laughs> that was me basically every year leading up to us doing this podcast, so I'm all about it. After our last episode that we put out at the time of the recording this, yeah, people are going to be like, you guys are such Marvel dick riders. <laughs> we really are, though. <laughs> hey, man, we tried. We tried to give DC a chance. I, We're giving I, DC a chance. I love that DC episode though because I'm being like, I'm checking my bias at the door, and then like, and then the rest of it, I'm just like, Marvel's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, th- I love that at the end. We're like, uh, I feel bad about watching Aquaman. Yeah, we, we need to go watch a Marvel movie. Cheer up. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll feel a little bit better. But yeah, check back in with us. We're gonna keep releasing these bonus episodes. We hope you guys enjoy. Hit us up on Instagram. We might be posting up some. Some questions asking you guys to rank your MCU phase one. Yeah. I figure most of you have probably seen it. Like, we want to hear from you guys in the comments. Maybe just answer some polls. Whatever we do. I don't know yet. Don't ask me questions. Fuck off. (laughs) Basically a part-time job. job. Yeah, I don't care. But no, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. And on that note, suck it, losers.